Welcome to the In Progress podcast with Emily and Christine. Yo. <laughs> we outside. We outside. Hey, coming to you live <laughs> and in person. In the fresh. You know the vibes. I said in the fresh, not in the flesh. <laughs> Y'all, this is the first time Christine and I have seen each other in a year and a half yeah. since 2019. Yeah. It's definitely. been a while. It's been a minute. It's so we left. Minute. We actually have not recorded in person ever. And we started the podcast when we couldn't really do that. Do that. Yep. So now that we can be outside and we're vaxxed up, baby. Baby. So <laughs> we're here in person. In person. Yeah. Um, you know the vibes. And today we have a hot and spicy episode for you all. <laughs> I can't. You know, we are talking about policing black women. Their bodies, their speech patterns, their hair, Everything. their makeup, nails. From head to toe. From head to bonnets. Literally. Literally from head to toe. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to cover all that. A lot of ground. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's begin. But you know what's weird? Okay. Like, I guess we can have a candid conversation. We're family. <laughs> but like, it's weird because, you know, like when we were recording mm -hmm. in over, you know, over Zoom or whatever, it's like, I don't want to be awkward, guys. So if I'm awkward, you know, you know me by now. You know me by now. <laughs> But we gonna, we gonna do our best. We gonna yes. do our best. Give us suggestions on what we should do in the future. Yeah. Um, as you watch this, but yeah. Yes. So the first thing we really wanted to go over or kind of just like begin the conversation with is the Crown Act because the Crown Act is a bill that was introduced and it's supposed to assist with um, policing black people in general in terms of hair and decreasing discrimination in the workplace. So, yeah. you know, we... It may be because of societal things, but we tend to think that we can't wear our natural hair. Right. And there has also been maybe microaggressions or even real policy that are in place that we actually cannot wear natural hair in the workplace or at yeah. school. So um, they're trying, they introduced this Crown Act. It's not official official yet, but yeah. some states have already adopted it. I think like, Mar I think Maryland has Maryland adopted has. it. Yeah. And I think I saw Virginia and like a lot of other states as well. Yeah. But it's something that I recently um, heard about in the news again. And the fact that it's actually been implemented is amazing. Yeah, because... it is. But it's crazy, though, right? Like, it's 2021. 2021. And I think this bill was implemented last year or those were, like, the initial proceedings occurred last year. And it's just crazy to think that we've been here forever and literally people were still being dealing with discrimination, particularly in the workplace because of the style of hair that they decided to have. Yeah. As and it's interesting because maybe we hair. thought there was this was an illusion. Yeah. But it's actually like it's legit yeah. to the point that they had to create laws and they yeah. have to create laws around it now. So it's like, you know, sometimes like in the movie Get Out where like everyone was like something was weird. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, but honestly, I will say for me, I feel like I've kind of adopted a certain mentality when it comes to hair in the workplace. Mm -hmm. I know we were kind of talking about this a bit as well. And so it's weird because there's certain styles that I feel like weird having almost yeah. more, particularly oh, sure. around my natural hair. Yeah. I think it's more because natural hair requires a lot of maintenance, mm -hmm. as we know. And I'm like, okay, if I don't feel like really doing my hair or stretching my hair or whatever, how comfortable am I to show up to a meeting 
on camera like right. this. You feel like you have to put a, a clip in your hair, yeah. or a, a headband around your edges, or you have to spray your hair with water. Like mm-hmm. you just feel like there's so many yeah. things involved with just wearing your hair, yeah. simple hair, a part of your body, you know, to yeah. work. I was telling Emily when I first got out of nursing school and I was looking for a job, I actually permed my hair for job interviews. And like, wow. I was like in the beginning of my natural hair journey at that time. Mm-hmm. So like, it was a big step back, obviously, cause I legitimately like permed my hair because I didn't know how to navigate wearing my natural hair to yeah. a job interview. And I didn't think that if I wore my natural hair to the interview that I would get picked for the job. I yeah. really thought that that would have a big impact. So I permed my hair and it was like a really sad, I, I was sad about yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's real. I felt like that's what I had to do, which is so sad. Yeah. So, so sad. But it's a part of life. It is. And it's 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 hard because how do you manage that? Yeah. I think even going, when we think about our childhoods too, mm-hmm. this idea of how do you manage your hair in a public space, I think is kind of ingrained in us. Big even time. if it's not necessarily actually like discussed. Mm-hmm. I think by the fact, like, we use language, like, oh, my hair is done, my hair is not done. Mm. And when your hair is not done, it's because your hair is in its natural state, right? Mm. So it's kind of like, what kind of language do we use around this? Mm-hmm. And how does that impact how we think about this and then carry that on into adulthood? Yeah, it's very true. Because that I've never even thought about that. But, like, mm. done and undone. Like, what really makes you, you know what right. I mean? Like, why is that language used? Or even, like, the lengths that our mothers would go to to make sure that our yes. hair was done for certain occasions, whether like the first day of school, yep. Christmas, like the fact that they literally resorted to putting a hot comb on a stove right. and trying to press your edges of a small child out. Like it just shows you how ingrained all of yeah. this is. Cause that is actually dangerous and actually kind of dramatic. No, very much so. <laughs> if you have to buy somebody ice cream yes. after, like if you have to give somebody candy, you know it's traumatic. It really so is. it's like we take it on as like it's giving duty now. Like it's right. not even like, you know, self-care, pampering, look good, but it's right. like I have a duty yeah. to the society. Obligation. The uh, obligation right. to do my hair, which is really too much. Yeah. Like for one, you know. Especially because there are other people who can walk around with wet hair. I'm so... telling you, simply if you I know if you went to school in the United States, you know the vibes when certain people used to come <laughs> to school. And their hair was wet. Okay, because dripping. I couldn't do that. Actually, dripping. One thing about it, if I came to school with my hair wet and that joint <laughs> dry, it's laughable. It really is. No, it actually is. You know, and then it's like the, also the fact that which we'll go into, but like looking at featurism, colorism, right? We so if All you don't isms. have right, if you don't have three C or whatever the the letters are, three C, three B or whatever hair, and you're most likely not going to want anyone to see your hair in its natural, natural state. Right. Like you, if you are enlightened and confident as in your journey to, to in your natural hair journey. In, yeah. And you yeah. feel, I commend people that like me, like I am not able to wear my hair unstretched. I personally don't feel comfortable. Like I have to do a lot of manipulation yeah. to wear my hair like this. And people that don't do that, I, I commend them for that. They've gotten to that space where they feel comfortable you know, coming out. It's not even that big of a deal, but right. look at how I'm talking right. about it. Like, it's a review. It is. Yeah. It is, and it, it is for several reasons, because there are so many factors that really impact our decisions right. as Black women because our bodies are so policed. Yeah. Right? Everybody wants to make decisions about 
who we are, what we are, what we say, what we can't say, what we do, what we can't do, yeah. what we wear, what we can't wear. Yeah. And so it's like a constant struggle where we're being pulled yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Um, and this also ties into respectability politics. So we pulled up a few definitions um, and the term politics of respectability was coined by Professor Evelyn Brooks Higginbotham in her 1993 book, um, Righteous Discontent. The women's movement in the Black Baptist Church from 1880 to 1920, uh, she examines the use of respectability narratives by Black Baptist women to counter the images of Black Americans as lazy, shiftless, stupid, and immoral in popular culture, mm. and appeals for both societal acceptance and equal legal protection. And this was taken directly from a website called studioatau.org. And it's it's very interesting because as we break this down further, what we're really getting at is the fact that oftentimes we feel like we have to represent for our race yeah. because the media and society puts out so many images against us. Yeah, negative stereotypes that we right. constantly feel like we need to, we can't play into, we right. need to come back. We have to challenge. Yeah, right. and from even from a young age, like, you know what I mean? You're yeah. feeling that, and that's a lot on somebody's mental, that's a lot of someone's psyche, like, yeah. that's a lot to carry. So respectability politics, and, and recently, mm -hmm. looking at Shikari, Queen Shikari, girl. I will say, just because I had to watch her video a few times mm -hmm. to make sure I say it properly, it's Shakari. It's Shakari. It is Shakari. She definitely did correct us all, get us all together, gather us together. Yeah. And it is Shakari. Yes. So Miss Shakari, Queen Shakari, I love the fact that she's unapologetically her. Yeah. Regardless of what anyone thinks that you need to look like as a track runner. Yeah. Her hair is not in a ponytail. She has her brightly colored wig on. Yeah. Beautiful wig. Yes. Looking bomb. Yeah. Edges laid. Laid. Nails. To the done, done and long, long. yes, and, and that's long. what she wants to do, and she yeah. has the right to look the way she wants to look because it's her body, yeah. Period, yeah. it's her body. So it's like we have to now the fact that we are able to take more ownership right. of our bodies right. is so amazing because you don't even realize how much of an impact that can have yeah, on you. Not, I agree. Not having ownership of your body, not being able to wear what you want to wear because you are think you have the weight of a whole race. Yeah, on your back. On your back. <laughs> and the thing is like it's so crazy because for one, with Shakari, her appearance doesn't take away from her talent. Period. So there's that. Period. And then the other aspect is I think we're so used to seeing these I don't, I don't, obviously, I'm not trying to come for track athletes or anything crazy because everyone shows their personality through their, through their sport or mm -hmm. through their craft. They have right? a way of their own way. adding their spice to yeah. it. Yeah. It's just that we're, we don't often see someone expressing their way, their themselves in the same way that she carried it on the track and field. And especially not a black level. woman with right. that bro. Because, you know, the, right. the the male athletes, the black male athletes, like, they have that spice, that yeah. bravado. And especially like, in their shoes, I feel like. Their shoes, their, sw like, general swag. Yeah. They have their yeah. little end zone dances if they're in football. Right. Or, you know, we right. just know them for something. The fits. Like, the fits yeah. You know, but with Shakari. It's like she's giving us a show. Like yeah. she's giving us a show. She's yeah. putting herself all on the line. And she made it very clear that it doesn't matter if she has nails and it doesn't right. matter if she has hair. She's winning the race. Right. And here's the other thing. And I'm sure some of you have seen this post too. 
even if she wasn't a track runner, she's free to do what she wants she can with her really appearance as well. Dress just like anyway. all other yeah. black women. Just like we all we all can do. Now it depends on also depends on your comfort, I will yeah. say. Like I'm not saying right. like it really depends on your comfort. Like honestly it does. Like it really has clearly there's societal norms and I'm right. trying not to like fall into that. Mm-hmm. Like clearly there's situations where you can dress according to where you're yeah. going. You know what I mean? Or but ultimately it's your prerogative. It is. For real, for real. It really it is. is. Like it's your decision. You dress the way you want to dress. You really can do your hair the way you want to do your hair. You really can your hair can really be any color. Yeah. It can be. You don't have to drench yourself in edge control before you leave the house. Like yeah. that's your comfort. Like if you're comfortable. I will say though, if I'm being honest, I feel like and and just like with what you're saying, I do think there are certain like workplace or more professional mm-hmm. norms. And that's just what it is. Yeah. Like let's let's just be real. My thing is if you're dyeing your hair a very vibrant color and you know you work in the kind of office or, you know, professional space where that's not really allowed, if you will. Mm-hmm. Or if it's because, like against company policy. Right, it's against company policy for everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. Then that just is what it, it is. It is what it is. And I, I can understand because in certain spaces, um, it can be distracting. Mm-hmm. Appearance can be distracting. Yep. It now, sure within reason, right? I'm not talking necessarily about you having a certain body shape and not being able to wear tight clothes. Yeah, period. I just mean more like you're not about to wear that deep V-neck right cut. to uh, I don't know to the office meeting right. with your execs. <laughs> like you want to, you want to, <laughs> you don't want to give too much of a show. Now it depends, but again, it depends on yeah. you and what you're comfortable with. Right. If you're comfortable with that type of attention right. in that setting, and really again that's yeah. your pro- it really is your, your prerogative. prerogative if someone can't pay attention to what they're supposed to pay attention to because yes. you look extra you're giving baba boom and that's really their business it really is yeah and let me tell me. you one person that comes to mind who we've obviously talked about before is miss chloe right, miss bailey chloe. of chloe and hallie listen chloe is thick with three capital c's D. and one lowercase D. k you know, just See, like me, but that's neither here nor there. I won't get up, <laughs> but just, you know what I mean? I mean, it's there. You know? She has a little something, something. Thank you kindly. <laughs> now that we're together and on camera, it's like a dream come true. <laughs> dream come true. But nah, I just, I, I brought up Chloe to bring up the fact that we literally see this all the time, yeah. right? People are like, oh, women should be sick. Okay, she's thick. Okay, and then every time she wears something to show off the thickness that you uh, so love, Chloe that she's so too love, much. then you get mad. <laughs> and then her sister that's not thick, you guys tell her she's too skinny. Oh my goodness. So. And then compare them and try to stand them against each other. And it's just like, obviously, they're accepting of themselves. So why are you trying to take that confidence away? Away. And it's like, you can't perpetuate like one particular standard of beauty or say that one particular body type is the best yeah and then when the person with the body type that you've been hyping comes out because she's confident in herself and you've also given you kind of gave her a battery you put the battery in her back she did one video (laughs) and you guys started going crazy crazy like literally broke the internet one literally video was it the silhouette challenge i think it was a silhouette challenge she did one silhouette challenge after you there was a there was a shift after that There was. Miss Chloe now changed yeah. into, I don't know what to be. Or at least for the public. 
Thank you. Right? Maybe she was like that before. Yeah. But since you guys were so in love with that silhouette challenge, now Miss Chloe now said, Let I'm going to show you, you my true personality. Yeah. Every day. It's silhouette all day, every day. And now it's too much silhouette for you guys. So I'm just like, It's crazy. What do you it's want? It's actually crazy. And even the, um, <laughs> it's almost, it, I will say, I did laugh at the memes. However, it's <laughs> overall not a funny topic. Recently, the BBLs, have you seen how people were talking about lines at airports? That was crazy. Was everyone coming out of surgery from like the Dominican Republic? I don't lie to you. Yo, it's a crazy time. Let's be honest. That was it's, crazy. it's a very different time. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. That was a long line. Sorry, guys. I only got like three lashes. So <laughs> <laughs> one of them is for really bothering me. But um, yeah, that was crazy. That was that really crazy. That was crazy. But I, uh, I saw, I, you guys want that body type. And that's the thing. It's There's so many factors that impact that too, right? So it's like body positivity and being accepting of the decisions that people make around their body. That's just, that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. But also the fact that a lot of people feel moved to actually go and get a BBL, which is a major surgery. Major surgery. And it's expensive. Yeah. And there's a lot of maintenance that comes yeah. after the fact. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, it's, very different. I feel like this wasn't as common. Maybe it was. We just didn't know. Social media didn't amplify it until recently. And you know, also, like, it's to me, yeah. I look at it like, look at boob jobs. Everyone has, a like, it's like one in yeah. three. I don't know the statistics, yeah. but... A lot of people have boob jobs. It's normal yeah, it now. Is. If someone tells yeah. you they got their boobs done, you're like, not oh. gonna really even younger and younger, younger and younger. You're not gonna bat an eye. Like you right. won't think twice. You'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Right. It's normal now. Yeah. So because at one point everybody was screaming boobs, boobs, boobs. Whoa, you must have them. Yes. If you don't have them, you ain't shit. Like yes. they were like pressing yeah. it. Like it was such a big deal. Yeah. So it's like okay, you guys have created like this is the society we live in. Right. You guys love ass. <laughs> If people want to get the and music why? videos, eh. on even news fashion nova, you can't even buy fashion nova clothes. I, any clothes really. Black people just be doing boom yeah, I'm telling straight. you, they don't even advertise the clothes on normal people. Their models are always insane. It's like And that's the thing, like it's 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 so difficult because as much as we wanna say society and other avenues have kind of created this issue. Mm -hmm. Right, it's also ingrained in us, Big and time. so it's a systemic issue. So it's people policing our bodies, mm -hmm. right? And us, in a way, almost not really policing ourselves, but kind of having certain certain ways we guide our actions, mm -hmm. if you will. I don't know how to describe it, right? But like, it's like at that, even at with that point, yeah, yeah, societal. But we also, like you said, it's ingrained within us, right? We know what it is right. from time. I'm pretty sure. Those of us that are now blessed in the lower region, I'm sure your mother has told you you had a flat ass before. <laughs> like, because in, even your family, like everyone, like these these norms are ingrained, yeah. like generationally, they're passed down. Yeah. So it's like, do you get mad at people for saying what they know or right. doing what they know? Right. Do you encourage people to be more open-minded? Right. Do better? You know, you know, I don't know. I really don't know what the solution yeah. is. I don't, but the, my my issue comes when in our community we do it. Now other people in the other community right. are doing it. It's too right. many eyes on right. one. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a lot. I agree. It's a lot. I will say I sometimes feel like I do have to balance kind of my thinking and my actions mm -hmm. in that 
I know that a lot of times, and I think this really stems from the media in particular, um, when one Black person does something bad, it's used as a means to kind of say their whole race, all of them, Everyone. those people, yeah. that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing, which is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I almost feel sometimes, like especially when I'm in a professional space, it's like I have to be on my best behavior. Yeah, I feel like that all the time. Like I can't talk too loud. Right. I The way I talk at work. My vernacular, I have to code switch. The way I talk at work. Yes. It's not the same. I'm not giving the same vibe. Even to certain people at work, like, <laughs> I'm talking like we could go from one meeting to another and the vibe is it's different. different. And you could even be another black person, but I'm not right. going to reveal my true self right. to you <laughs> until, you, I until you know. Right, because you could be for the other side. Thank the you. Ops. You could be off. <laughs> so I'm not going to reveal who I truly am. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's a lot of elements. It really is. I feel. Really but we would, is. like, we were talking about, like, Chloe Bailey. We were talking about hair. We were talking about the bonnets. Yes. Let's talk about the, the bonnets. bonnets. Let's talk dun, about dun, the bonnets. Since that's a big deal. That's a big deal. A simple bonnet that you wear to bed now. It's a hotel. Why is that a topic? If somebody want to wear their bonnet to Walmart, it's really none of my business. It really isn't. It's actually, it's it not really, my business. Like, yeah. And the thing is, honestly, as for me, I just, I feel like it's not my thing. Obviously, right. I can cover my hair. I have no issue covering my hair. But the specific bonnet, I'm just like, nah. And you for me, yeah. always cute. I know? agree. So They're not the like, cutest. I don't really like want no one to. Pink. Thank you. It don't matter. Like, I don't want anyone to know that's my vibe in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Emily at home and Emily in public. Ooh, not matching. It's not matching. It's not the same. You got me, bro. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's a bit like... You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, not pop out a bit when I go out. Kind of Instagram. If anyone's Instagram. watching this from the UK, if you want to adopt Emily, she's please really, do. I will actually send you my address. She's really into y'all. As you I'll can catch see, she you. blends in too. She got the accent down. I just need the um the what's the bubble coat? Oh yeah, you need your bubble coat. Black on the outside, orange on the inside, and, and the latest Nikes. You need to learn how to do UK style glam, soft glam. Big per, because UK style soft glam, it's different. It's different. It hits different. You saying that right now even makes me wonder. Like, is it the same for Black people in other countries? I wonder too. I will do say, do they deal with the same issues? I will say, it really has a lot to do with. Look, so okay, so mm -hmm. like as you guys know, I was gone for two months. In Nigeria, no one's coming out with their bonnet. I'm going to be real with you. They dress to go to the grocery store. Yeah. They dress to go down the street. They don't wear, like, I, me, mm -hmm. and my ministry is <laughs> when I go to the grocery store, I'm not cute. Period. Same. It's very rare that it's I will be really cute like to the grocery get store. In, get my list together and, and go. But there, you better, you better fix up. So I'm just like, I don't know if it's like a... A developing I don't know I actually don't know what to call it like but maybe it's different for black people in native black areas well that's what I was gonna spaces. say like I'm like is it but then again why like why because colonialism is the reason why yeah, the problems right. exist here too you're very right but I think it just might look different you're right though because it's like if they colonized certain countries yeah. to be more westerner yeah. so they're not probably it's probably deeply ingrained that yeah. they're not wearing bonnets you know and now we're here, yeah. and they're trying to colonize us not to wear bonnets. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's not even weird. It's not even them doing it. Right. It's like other black people that are so. Yeah, even I mean, Monique came out and said something. Okay, cool, whatever. All right, Auntie. But then Tiffany Haddish agreed with her, and I'm like, Nah, Tiffany. 
Now, Tiffany. I'm telling you. Tiffany, listen, no shade, but no, you've but had your moments where I know people have been her actions as unsavory. Even, not, even to say, like, Tiffany's actually one of those celebs that she don't always feel like she needs to dress up. Right. So I would expect her to have something more... Um, to not say anything at all. Right, because you've definitely gone places and you're not giving great you're not giving oscar yeah and the 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 dress code is oscar right so it's like i'm not trying to be rude but it's like i always respected her because i always feel like she does what she yeah she does what she wants yeah so i'm like for us to now be having a whole national nationwide conversation about bonnets a satin cloth with the elastic literally it's not i don't understand unless y'all are passing out bonnets to everybody and it's free everybody gets free bonds for the rest of their life you really can't tell me what to do with my bonnet that i paid for yeah and ordered on amazon and got delivered to my house to her house thank you okay and that's that on that peace (laughs) um and so now we just wanted to talk more about where men specifically fit into all of this oh they definitely fit so the question is, do we give men too much room to police our looks? Black men specifically. Black men. Let's not say all men. Not all men. Because, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think that black men are very invested in the conversation about black women's looks. I really don't know where it came from. I don't know how it got to be that. But I just feel like it's a t- like you shouldn't talk about any bonnets as a black man at all because you don't it's none of your business but if you you know what i mean like now if you have a wife girlfriend somebody in your Mm -hmm. life that you supply bonnets to (laughs) and you pay for bonnets and you told her girl i don't like me even then yeah you know what i mean because she's putting the bonnet on her head so i'm just like why are you guys like talking about bonnets why are you talking about weave why are you so invested and the reality is this if men start talking about hair and all that, you know, whatever. And a woman is like, what's your hairline, though, right? Ooh. Then the conversation turns into, but y'all wear makeup. Y'all do this. Y'all could do this. Y'all could do that. We can't do that. So it's kind of like, okay, like, Bro. so why did you bring it up? Don't bring up. We have more elements. Like, all you guys have is, ha- is a hair and a line. We have makeup. It's true. We have many things that we do to enhance ourselves. Right. Y'all don't have For that. these exact reasons that we're talking about. And right? that, yeah. And, and ourselves. Don't and that's just the way God created the game. That's just right. the game, right? I'm, I apologize. That, but now they're giving you guys more. You guys can do weaves. You guys can do... <laughs> <laughs> you guys can do you and guys. we're not saying you have to or anything. And we're right? not saying it's bad if you do either. Right. If you want to do weave, do weave. Do what right. you got to do, baby. It's all about comfort. Yeah. The problem is that there are people who feel like they have a right to comment on our appearance. For what reason? And even enforce know. and then create, right. create narratives right. around. And teach it to their children. And teach it to their children, which is, a, that's a big, yeah, that's yes, a big problem. That's a big problem. Because it really is, you go to school yeah. and little boys are saying, you don't got no hair. How and you, it's like, what are you talking about? You don't got hair under that. You wear weave. You wear weave. How do you know? You know? How? Like, why are we, that's a strange... It's really weird. And the thing is, those kinds of comments that are made when children are young are the ones that stick with them and change them and how they view themselves and then how they... They view others. They are. And right. interact with others. Right. Yeah. So you created right. a monster. Right. Of right. a man and you didn't even know it. Somebody oh. over here talking about, I don't date, I don't date women that wear wigs. Okay, fine. Like... 
What I got to do with me? Okay, fine. Actually, like, it's okay if you don't. So, at all. But every time a weird conversation comes up, you don't have to say it. Literally, it's at all. your prerogative. Don't date. Fine. But then again, now that wigs are so mainstream. Yeah. And if you're going to really cut out that whole population of women out of your... Who are you going to date? Right. Because everybody really... We all want to go to Tay. It's just a style. That's the style. It's 2021, baby. Yeah. We all We all want... Wigs sometimes. We want to be bol- we want voluminous stuff. hair. Yeah. We want to protect our, our natural hair. Have choices. And the thing is, the reality is this. If you like me, right, and you're telling me you only like me in my natural hair, there's this can obviously not move further. We can't go How anywhere. Can you try to tell me what I can and can't. How can do? I only do one style of hair? And then I had a conversation with somebody close to me, I won't say who, and the person was like, why can't y'all do Candace Owens' hair? I said, Candace Owens doesn't have hair. Her hair is broke off because she perms her hair. So you want me to do, because they're like, that's more natural. That's so calm, natural. That's, that. it's not too much. Look at, like, no glue on the edges. Like, she just, what? herself. I was like, she perms for her hair. Do you not get what I'm saying? Like, it was an argument because yeah. they don't even understand that, that partially yeah. the reason I have edges is because I wear wigs. Like, yeah. you know, they don't know what the inner workings of it is. And even with that, they'd be like, I like women like this, but you've never been with a woman like that. you barely seen them. So and the woman you say that? you like that's like this is wearing a wig, most literally. likely. <laughs> like, literally. It's weave. <laughs> it's actually weave. You might not see the squares, but it's weave. You might not see the screen door, but it's giving weave. It's giving weave. It's- and I don't discriminate. We ain't got no problems. None. I'm just saying. You talking about you like women like this and like this and like that. You ain't never been with a woman like this and like this and like that. I'm not even gonna talk about Derek Jackson too much. But let, let's oh. let's just see the the difference between his wife and the women he cheated with. That was that's a scary. That's a scary. And obviously, right? It's it is very scary. scary. And I don't mean that to be like nasty, but like let's let's be very real here. You walk around and you say you like women like this and this and this and this, and you find yourself a woman like that, and you're you're not content. That's why everybody just let everybody do what they want to do. You, if you want to have tunnel vision and keep your eye on the preference, to keep your eye on the preference. But if everybody doesn't fall into your preference, you don't need to speak. Right. Really, you don't need to speak up. Right. Like speak to your preference when the preference is in front of you. Exactly. If you're able to get the preference. In front, of in front of you. If not, then it's really, we don't really need it. Is it. But another thing we kind of wanted to touch on in terms of the whole preferences. Preferences. We also want to talk about like featureism mm-hmm. and um, featureism. I don't remember. I thought, oh yeah. So it's, I thought I wrote it down. It's, def- mm-hmm. it's defined as discrimination against African features. So, and it's a preference for European features. Yeah. So that has a, that plays a lot into the whole policing of black women yeah, in does. dating, in the workplace. Yep. Because if you have a certain texture of hair, let's mm-hmm. say you have a 3B or 3, yeah. 3 whatever. Lighter, oily. Uh, mixed right of our, our mixed brothers and sisters yeah. what they t- sometimes tend to have because not all of them right, even have right. that but i'm like if you have that hair are you doing as much mm-hmm. to um appease the you know the masses the masses like are, <laughs> do you have to do so much you know right. what i mean now like there's styles that are coming out mm-hmm. like leaving your edges out um even me i tried to do a little Soopity, soopity, soopity. I had a little soup today. I don't get to see it, but so it's I tried, cute, y'all. It's I tried to do that, give. but I thought about it as I was doing it, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, do am I doing this because I like it? Right. 
now at this right. point or am I doing it because I feel that this is more palatable? Right. So Ooh. I think that me, I like it because I don't even care anymore. If you guys see my my edges, they're not laid. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't laid, baby. <laughs> so that's just what it is. But no, yeah. featureism, I think it's a big, because you're mostly, most of the time you're policing right. more African features. Right. And I mean, one case that I think about often and see the way that especially adults react to a child is blue ivy yeah. look at the way people were talking about blue ivy after she was born based on her hair textures based based on her features and mm -hmm. oh she looks like her dad ew all this weird weird stuff people were talking about a child a now child. fast forward a few years where she has super long natural appearing anyway natural hair mm -hmm. and people are praising her Oh my gosh, this is what happens when you don't touch a kid's hair. Wow, Beyonce really did that. Oh, da 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 because of the length of her hair. And when she was born, from the time she was born to the time that she was like five or six, right? She was. They were really calling her all sorts of all names. All sorts of because names. she didn't look like Northwest, right? And and why would she from two African American? Her parents, parents are black. Beyonce's like, a black woman, right? So it's like it's really scary. It is that that's what they had to talk about because yeah. when you look at the reception of North, yeah, like those those things totally weren't different. coming up. At like all. you know what I mean? And none of them North is not cuter than Blue Ivy. Blue right. Ivy is not they're cuter children. than North. They're two babies yeah. that you really actually shouldn't even talk about, but they're celebrities. It's weird. And imagine they're at the age now where they're reading this information. What is that going to do for their self-esteem? Now, if Blue Ivy grows up to be a very militant uh, Malcolm X type, you can't blame her because you guys Listen. created that of her. Yeah. Like literally created her, created a situation where she had to She's gonna now grow up having to defend herself, right? If she ends up, you know, which is crazy for that. a child, yeah, a young child because she didn't have the hair texture yeah, that you guys that wanted her to wanted. have, the nose that you guys wanted her to have, whatever yeah. else you guys wanted. She's a black little girl, yeah, you know. So it's, I think that the featureism, mm -hmm. I think that the general policing of black women, especially in the dating market yeah. and you know, wherever you see it, I think it definitely has a lot to do with colonialism yeah, I agree. and just internalize. Unfortunately, we've internalized a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's sad, but I have a funny question. Mm. Go ahead. Shoot. So, you know, when you start dating someone or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, we talked about bonnets and all that. Mm -hmm. So like, when do you feel comfortable mm -hmm. letting him see you in your natural state? Like fully natural, fully natural state I or mean, just natural state? Like natural, I'm kind of leaning towards natural state in terms of like the hair. Okay. But yeah, also like maybe we could talk, we could touch on that. Like yeah. what about makeup too? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he would likely have met me having makeup on. Mm -hmm. So for me... It's important to show like the duality because mm -hmm. you're not going to see me in makeup all the time. And I'd rather do that early on. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, if we're going out, I want to be cute. But if I'm like video chatting you or FaceTiming you or anything like that, I have no issue with you seeing me like not in makeup. The challenge, I will say, is with hair. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with my natural hair being out. Mm -hmm. The thing is, if it's not like cute, then I start to feel weird like, ah. I'm gonna look like a little 12 year old boy on this camera. Like, <laughs> I am not giving 26. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean? Yeah. Because especially my hair is like shrunk, which I, I don't always stretch my hair. So I don't really have a problem. Like, at work, it's not an issue. I'm like, y'all gonna have to just See, take, take me, me as, as I, I am. am. 
Because guess what? I'm still going to get the work done. And I'm still going to get paid. Yeah. So. Money, honey. But with men, I feel like, I feel like, a, like a little bit more. Maybe it'll be a little bit more time before they really see my hair just kind of as is versus like in a puff or something. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you know, in braids and stuff is fine. Yeah. I'll even show them on FaceTime in my bonnet, depending on how yeah. much I know you. It yeah, really I've is. Done it, that too. It's just kind of like, you're going to have to see this. If so you see it now. Around, so. so see it now in the beginning. I yeah. think, and you know that whole thing of like, oh, you gotta dunk her in the water. You gotta dunk, dunk me, dunk me, then. dunk me. If you wanna dunk me, dunk me. Dunk Let's me dunk me. each other. Well, not really because I don't really want to drown. But like, it is what no, it is. dunk you know me. I, mean? I can swim. Oh, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> like if it's that serious, dunk, dunk her in the water. See what kind of hair, if her hair crinkle up, if she got make make. And my thing is like. For Christine and I, we are not walking around trying to be people we aren't. No, this is what it so is. So it's not like you would ask me, oh, do you have natural hair? And I would ever be like, no, and I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, the wig is going to come off at some at point. At some point. Like, I don't sleep, eat, sleep, breathe in that wig. It's, it, so it's just kind of like, so, we're already our authentic selves. Yeah. So it's kind of, I feel like no man should challenge that. No. Let me say it like that. Yeah. Nobody should challenge that. I agree that. with that. I think for me... Um, you probably most likely gonna see me in my natural hair pretty early on. Very early, yeah. Um, at first I didn't used to like when I was in the dating market, yeah. like I didn't like used to wear my natural hair on dates or anything. Because oh, I was just like, Oh, that's not it's not giving sex. Yeah, no, I like, feel you. It's not giving yeah. what I want to give. So I used to always wear a wig. But then oh. when I as I got older, I was like, I bet. Well, please, please, I'm please, telling please. you, and nobody got time for that. I can't be, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I started wearing my puff out more, but yeah. yeah, pretty early on for me. And in terms of the bonnet, you're gonna catch the bonnet. I will say the one thing I don't really let men see me in are the like cornrows, the underwig clothes. Oh, but that's a more nobody see those except like my best friend. Well, I mean, my boyfriend sees. Yeah, has, but, that's but you gotta though. get to the certain. Yeah, I would say it's a certain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you gotta get to the, yeah. the gold stash. Well, I know you're not gonna be like, bro. That's what you got. Man. <laughs> no, at that point, like you love me. No, for real. So you're like you taking me as, as I, I am. am. <laughs> like at that point, you're like she. And you seen versatility, right? right? You know I'm like, cute. You know I can, like, you know you I'm going cute. somewhere. You know I can. <laughs> yeah. You know I can be cute. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just taking me as I am at that point. Yeah. And it's, it, I feel bad for you if you gotta look because it's more of an aesthetic thing. Right. Like the braids right. are not good. Right. And they're you know when they're when well, they're fresh. I said, right. I was right. Say, when they're not, fresh, yeah. I can allow you to see yeah, like yeah. that. Now as we get. When they're grown out, oh child, it's not a good look. So yeah, I try to spare you. It's more of an aesthetic. It really is. It's not because of, look, I look like an African queen in those braids. So no, I'm with you. But it's more of an aesthetic. It's more of an aesthetic. Yeah, you guys let us know what you think, and when you show the men your hair, or if you're a guy, let us know when you. Or what's your reaction? I don't yeah. know that. What's your reaction? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about it? Or I do really you not do care? Wanna know. I want to know that. Yeah, yeah. I actually, that that's, yeah. I would, I would love. love. Oh. Why are we twins? Jinx. No, because, don't be oh. knocking without me. <laughs> <laughs> she came over here and thought she was going to start knocking without me when we talk about Jinx. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, but like, for real. Um, I, I feel like, obviously... As a lady, I get a. I often get women's perspectives on things. Most of my close friends are women. All of my close friends mm-hmm. are women. Let me not say most. Like mm-hmm. I got other friends, right? But I never get the male perspective. So I would love 
I would love that just yeah. to see because if you're just minding your own business or something, you you know, she calls you up on FaceTime, you call up on FaceTime, you're like, that's not the hair you were in yesterday or this morning. What's going on? <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I'll tell a funny story. Oh, <laughs> oh my boyfriend, he used to be like, because I used to be like, you know, when my when my hair and my cornrows is getting a little kind of you know yeah uh, yeah, it wasn't looking good like I would like do anything to keep my wig on like I'd keep my wig on like all weekend I would just be so like and he's like okay if you want to die of heat die of heat die of heat then die die of heat you die of heat he's hot are you hot are you hot and I was just like he kind of shamed me into like taking my wig off at a certain point I was like man exactly yeah no I'm saying you take me for a fool So I did. I that was how no, I started. Real. Yeah. So I would encourage you, ladies. Yeah. You know, it opens a level of comfort, though. It does, and as a man, like, to yeah. like encourage the girl. You yeah. Know, hey, it's, yeah, okay. Like it's okay. It's a safe space, right? And but that that's that's the thing, creating a safe space, mm, right? Yeah. I think because we have to do so much, right? Part of it is choice. Choice, yeah, we make the choice to to do, do what we want right. to do to look the way we right. are comfortable with. Yeah, but because we have a lot of choices to make, because our bodies are constantly being policed, right? To know, okay, I can be around this person, and I feel like this is a safe enough space for me to shed all my layers, mm. right? And that's powerful. It's very powerful, it's and powerful. as a man, you should strive. If you really, because you. To me, yeah. I feel that you get the most out of a relationship if mm-hmm. both of you are comfortable with each right. other. Right. And if you're comfortable with somebody, you should try to make them comfortable with you too. Right. So that's part of it as, you know, us. I, I think it probably does transfer to all races, but yeah. as in a black space, like hair is very important. Yeah. And like we said earlier, we've grown up with that. Um, your mother mm-hmm. would not let you out the house if your hair was looking crazy. Yeah. It's like, so it's not, it's more, it's more than just hair to us. So yeah. if you create a space where it's like, I take you in all your, your forms, everything. Yeah. I yeah. take you when your hair is done. I take you when your, your braids are yeah. going I'll to help you take out your braids. I'll help you take out your yeah wow i'm shivering like yeah it's it's, that's beautiful so it is i don't know maybe we should do an episode like that one day where we talk to a guy we have one (laughs) there's one here one here shout out julius (laughs) <laughs> yeah but one day we should do that that would be, be really, really interesting yeah I think that would be let's, really interesting. let's table don't let us forget no for real and even thinking like i mean i don't know many parents like young parents of girls because i want to know what that dynamic was mm-hmm. like too. i actually know the perfect like parents people. oh it's perfect yeah. my parents came from nigeria so it was a little bit different i feel like when mm-hmm. they had us but i want to know like someone born and raised in the u.s mm-hmm. as a black man yeah you have a daughter now how do you navigate that? Yeah, and what do you want to teach her about it? And how do you want her to feel about it? Yeah, I, I would want to know that. Yeah, let's not forget that. That would yeah. be a really interesting conversation to have. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I think um, so. But yeah, I think we really covered a lot, a lot of yeah. bases. I don't know. I think we kind of wanted to close out on just like what how these what experiences we've had and yeah. how these things have manifested in our lives yeah. what is you know what it's moved us to do the policing of our own bodies or right. if we've experienced you know right what what our personal experiences are with that yeah yeah um 
I think for me, if I didn't have the body shape that I did, sometimes I wonder if my like confidence would be impacted, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like it's not like I rely on that mm-hmm. kind of thing, but I know, I mean, we're not looking at my stomach here. We're just focusing on the backside. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that. You remember the backside I mentioned earlier? Yeah, thanks for that. I can't. I feel like it kind of fits into what society wants. Yeah. So I always wonder, like, if I didn't have that mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. would I feel weird or mm-hmm. would I feel unattractive? Or, mm-hmm. or You know, like those kinds of yeah. things. Um, Hair-wise, I'm grateful my hair is fine. I got very coily, kinky hair. I've grown to love it. Mm-hmm. It annoys me, but Ooh, I'm child. glad that I have it, right? So I do sometimes still feel weird, like, with it, like, not stretched, showing mm-hmm. up to work kind of thing, but it is what it is. I interviewed for my job with my hair in twists. Mm. I just had them pulled back. So, you know, it, it, it take me in all forms. Yeah. You know, like, that. at work, too, and in my personal life. Yeah. So... Overall, I feel like because we know what we know, um, I've just been working to just be confident in myself mm-hmm. um, and being true to myself, too. I think that's the I think I can say the same for myself. Yeah, I feel like you? it's been like a journey for yeah. me, like a confidence journey. Like if you know me from like years ago in comparison to how things are now. Um, yeah, I think it's, there's definitely a huge difference just because I've learned so much and mm-hmm. I've learned to accept so many things mm-hmm. about myself um in terms of like my hair that's been a that's been a doozy it's definitely been a journey a real actual journey like from the type of styles that I was comfortable having in public to the ones that I'm having I'm uncomfortable having in public now it's completely different so um I think that it's just generally been a journey and I feel like it's much I feel like I'm much more confident and I don't necessarily allow the policing mm-hmm. that I know is going to happen. I don't necessarily allow it to get to me as yeah. much because I'm trying to build a foundation that I'm comfortable with. That makes sense. Now. Yeah. Um it's I've been policed. Yeah. I know that I've been policed now as an adult. Yeah. Um, but kind of trying to break those molds yeah. is kind of where I'm at in terms of Breaking the mold. Yeah, breaking the mold. Because that's you literally have to decode yourself. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because it's it's deep. Because guess what? Our lives are still in progress. Yeah. Hence the podcast name. But <laughs> you know the vibes. Always you working. You know the vibes. Always working. <laughs> but I think always we should, evolving. Always evolving. <laughs> I think we should close out on like yeah. maybe we should start this like new thing where mm-hmm. we talk about something that we're working on like with ourselves so that's yeah. like our in progress moment okay so and Ooh. you guys can tell me wait tell us what your in progress moment sure. is or what you're working on in terms of self-development or yeah. something new you want to do in yeah. your life or something you want to change um yeah what's yours emily um i really need to sit down and figure out what i want to do not necessarily what i want to do overall with my life more of like what what do i want to focus on and get better at yeah. i think as it pertains to my career. Yeah. So I've been stalling. Like I just been like taking my time, like do, 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 do. But I'm like, no, because you know, you want to grow your income and grow my experiences. So I really yeah. want to settle. And you focus. don't want to be, you don't want to remain stagnant or get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What are you working on? Um, Right now I think I'm working on like organizing myself. Cause I feel like yeah. there's just like, I just have a lot going on. 
And I need to really just kind of streamline things and compartmentalize things and decide what's most important to me. Cause that's good. there's a lot. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's real. That's my improv. That's our in progress moment. So let us know what yours is. Yeah. And um, we'll kind of keep track and keep tabs on each other. And yeah. Know, kind of accountability. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, y'all, this is it. Our first real like official video our first in-person recording at that and we're on video and we're really cute so oh you know yeah. what i mean yeah. forever julius <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all we out peace bye <laughs>